Hello and welcome. This is Jill Wigmore Welsh here from Reading in Berkshire, just bringing you another lesson in the Body Sensing and Movement Awareness series, um, which I really refer to as Clinical Feldenkrais because using these lessons and these processes can sometimes be applied to health recovery. But having said that, uh, this lesson is designed for somebody in mind but it's not designed to be a medical treatment. The lessons are designed to enable you to have more awareness of yourself, of your habitual patterns of use, and also potentially to be able to use that as a start point, as a jump point to be able to perhaps understand why you have some constraints in what it is that you do, but also how you can make some shifts and changes. So if in any way you have any problems with your health that mean that you are concerned about doing movements or activity, just do consult with your physician before you start doing this because that is your responsibility, obviously. However, the movement can be done in your imagination. So if you're not sure whether it's okay for you to be doing these activities, then perhaps do it in your imagination and make sure you check with your physician. So this particular lesson is quite short, but it's based on something which is really very important, and that is your voice. Now, voice is something that we don't necessarily think about a great deal during the day. We don't necessarily think, how's my voice today? But you know, when you listen to yourself talking, sometimes when you've not been feeling very well, what can happen is your voice can change. So for example, if you've had a virus, many people have had um, the COVID virus and that's caused them to have problems with their lungs um, and it's caused them to have problems with their weakness, developing weakness in their diaphragm, etc. And what can happen is when they want to start to get back to having normal conversations with people, they can finally feel short of breath. Or it might be that when they actually start to make sounds and they talk, a voice can be croaky. Or it can be that if you've been under a lot of stress uh, for a long time, sort of like that ongoing worry and stress that can take place when there's just so much happening that after a while you don't even think it's stress that you can be holding yourself quite tense. It can affect your ways of breathing as if you've had chronic pain or a chronic health condition or family problems, etc. Grief, loss, sadness. And sometimes it might not be something that you notice, but it might actually be something that other people notice. And then they ask you, are you okay? You don't sound very good. But it might also be that you listen to your own voice and you think, that doesn't sound like me. I don't usually sound like this. And it's surprising how much when we hear our own voice, uh, when I hear my voice, when I'm recording, um, I can often pick up a lot of shifts and changes around my own emotional state and health state, etc. 
from how my voice is at different times when I've completed different recordings. And if you listen to any of my recordings, you'll find that sometimes my voice can be quite different from other times. And our voice really, the way we use our breath, our voice, is something we don't necessarily think about. But it's also something that we, we want to have there for us. So if you, if you want to call for help, or if you want to explain how you are, especially now with the way that we are with what's been happening with this pandemic, we're discussing things with people on telephones, webcams, etc. We're interacting with people, we're hearing our voice quite frequently. So this lesson is really just a very short lesson to encourage you just to Listen to your own voice and um, notice as you're, as you're just talking, how your voice sounds to you. I'm going to ask you to do some things. And then I'm going to ask you to play with your voice. Um, and I, As I say, one of the ways when I first came across all of this huge body of work, um, that I, I studied for decades and still study um, was actually through a person called Garrett Mule. I mean, I'd actually come across the work through one of my clients who'd, who'd done a lot of work. But then, by chance, I was attracted to go to a workshop in London it was at a time when I was working with a lot of people who had breath problems associated with chronic fatigue, post-viral syndrome, um, and it was called um, hyperventilation syndrome. So basically it was over-breathing. It was when you get stressed and you have PTSD and you find yourself in a trauma environment and it's like, <gasps> you start tensing up, etc. And I was working with people who had these problems associated with anxiety, associated with depression, food intolerances, fears, worries, long-term health, respiratory conditions, as I say. And I realized that I had this tendency uh, myself. You know, it's like being an alcoholic and raising my hand and going, I too am a hyperventilator. I do this, I get stressed. And I took myself off for my learning to um, a workshop in London, a two-day workshop, I think it was, run by Garrett Newell, who was the person who led the training that I did, my Feldenkrais training. And I always remember it was called Free Your Breath and Voice. And it was a wonderful workshop because there were lots and lots of performers, singers, actors and I was the only clinician there and I had never done anything like this before. So I gave myself permission to join in and discovered an enormous amount about my own use of my lungs, my voice, my ability to be able to change my voice tone and it's something I've taken forward from there. So what, we, what I'd like you to do to start with is just to take a breath in, to 
just an ordinary breath in and then a breath out. And I want you to think about taking breath in through your nose and then a breath out through your mouth. And at the same time that you're making that out breath, I just want you to notice how long that out breath keeps going for. Now remember, this is self-observation. Of course, if you take a breath in, you can keep breathing out and out and out and out and out. But I, I just want you to notice how long you would normally breathe out for. Uh, one key way that you can measure that is, is just to play with, say for example, if you're having a conversation with somebody on the phone, notice how many words you can say before you need to take another breath in. So you might notice that actually you seem to be taking a breath every now and again and that or you might notice that you're holding your breath waiting to say what you want to say i know i do that because i love to jump in but as i say you might just notice notice what it's like notice as you take your breath in and you breathe out as you're talking just notice if you can count one, two, three, four, five. Or whether you can just go one, two, one, two, one, two. Each is fine. It's absolutely perfect. You are perfectly imperfect as you are. You don't need to change. But just notice, just notice what it's like today, this moment in time, because it will change. It'll be different one day to another. Some days it'll be, you, you can count up to four. Some days you might count up to one. I don't know. Just play with this. As you are doing this breath, which is, this is like a measure. If you imagine you're going to, you're in the laboratory of your self-exploration. And so what you're doing is you're actually taking this measure for yourself. So you can write down today, this is how I am. So take your time, just notice how you feel in yourself. Notice if maybe you're standing and you're doing this, you could, you could change your position. One day you could do this sitting down, another time you could do it standing up, you could do it lying down, you could do it propped up in bed, you could do it whenever you want, you can do it in the bath. Don't slide down the bath though and get under the water, I don't want that. But as I say, just mess around as you're talking to somebody it might mean you talk to somebody in the street and as you as you idly have a conversation with them you just you're just sort of having a little bit of yourself noticing listen to the sound of your own voice how strong does it feel so if you just take a breath in and then just breathe out And notice how as you breathe out, you can just make that sound of a very silent ah. Oh. As you take that breath in and you breathe out. Oh. Just letting the air flow over your vocal cords. If you imagine 
that your throat, your vocal cords, the air is just passing over your vocal cords without you constraining that air, just flowing over those vocal cords. Take a breath in. Play with it. And then play. You can hear messages in the background coming in on my phone. I'm just going to continue to record this despite that. I'm sorry about this. But as you are doing this, you can stop the recording if you want to. Take the time to do that. But if you're continuing with the recording, I want you just to draw your attention to your lips. And I want you to start to sort of mm, purse your lips, you know, as if you're going to give somebody a kiss. Mm, you're going to pucker your lips up. Mm, and really push them forward. So you're already pushing those lips and then maybe you're sucking in, sucking in your cheeks and pushing your lips forward. And then I want you to keep your mouth closed and I want you to blow your cheeks out like a puffer fish. You know what I mean? So it's that great big fat cheeks pushed out by that air. And then I want you to do the same again. So suck your cheeks in and have your lips pulled together and then push your cheeks out so you're making great big fat air pockets into those into those cheek muscles and then open your mouth as wide as you can really wide a great big circle ah. and then wide e and then moving your bottom drawer from side to side so if you think about some animals, when they chew, they move their jaw from side to side. That's right. And then I want you just to move your tongue up and down. Stick it out. Ah. Stick your tongue right out. Ah. See how far out you can... Can you reach the tip of your tongue to your chin? Ah. Can you reach it up to your nose? Mm out at the corner of one side of your mouth uh, and the other side uh, and really open up the whole of your throat <sighs> so it feels as if you're literally opening up the whole if you've got clean wash hands don't do this with dirty hands but you can push your finger inside your mouth put it inside the side of the skin oh, and actually push that push that tissue out Oh, on the other side, huh? ah, really opening up your lips. You know, it's strange, isn't it? We don't necessarily think about how we get such a habit of tightening the muscles in our face and our mouth. Give your jaw a, give the muscles on one side a, a rub with your hand and the other side. And, okay, fantastic. And then come back and take that breath in again. And then, ah. Uh, Notice if you can open your mouth right up. Uh, can you really open your mouth up? 
looks like to open right to the back of your throat. And then just notice, just count up to ten. One, two, three, four, five. Keep counting and notice what it feels like now. Just to allow that air to move past your vocal cords. Allowing those vocal cords to be nice and relaxed. Allowing the air just to flow by. So as you're talking, you can feel, you can take the tone down and just start to play. Feel how you can take that voice right up high. It's coming from right up in your nose and you can feel how that's, well, that's one way to use your voice. And then right down low. Put your hands on your belly. Make that big. Oh, oh, oh. What is the deepest sound you can make? Play with it. <clears throat> big breath in. Oh, oh. <laughs> Imagine you're laughing. <laughs> yoga leader and in laughter we take this yoga laughter right the way down so <laughs> hands on your belly imagine a seasonal time of year here we've got father christmas santa claus whatever you want to call him he's got a big belly <laughs> allow that allow that deep laughter for coming right down into your whole of your lungs, the whole of your system. I feel how that's so different from taking the voice up here. Imagine you were talking all the way up here and you had this really high-pitched, squeaky little voice that was coming all the way up from your nose and you can feel it's in your throat and it's all the way up there. And then let it come from really deep down. Play with it. Allow yourself just to breathe in and breathe out. Notice how your face feels now. Notice how your tongue feels. I just notice what it feels like to speak. Hello. Hello, hello. Notice what it feels like and hear yourself talking. And notice whether there's been any shift or change. Notice what it feels like, the strength and power of your voice. Notice if you've got more energy. If you can take a breath in now, it doesn't even mean you've got to be louder, but there might actually be a different energy, a different sort of more solid voice that's there. I don't know. Play with it. This is something that you can do at home. You can have some music on and you can be making the sounds of the music up and down. You can play with singing along. It doesn't matter if you can't sing. Just take a breath in and play with a song. And then come back to talking and notice what it feels like. And oftentimes when you make these kinds of shifts and changes, then what happens is that the way that you 
Take your air into different parts of your lung can change. It might be that you notice that perhaps if you've had some kind of chest infection or you've got a respiratory problem or you've got some problems with chronic health conditions with your lungs, you might find that something starts to shift and something starts to change. And the mucus that you maybe have in your sinuses or your chest or something similar starts to shift and you start to notice that this is, you know, yeah, you're coughing or you're clearing your throat or blowing your nose or something similar. And that's all perfectly okay. Remember, if you have any big medical conditions and you're not sure if it's okay to do this, check with your doctor first. But mostly when you're talking and you're using yourself, what you will find is that you're probably using a very small percentage of your capability and capacity to do whatever it is that you want to do. So I hope you've enjoyed the lesson. It's a very fun lesson to play with. It's a seasonal lesson, I guess, because at this time of year, which is the UK, uh, it's 2021 it's December just coming up to the festive season and sometimes there are all sorts of children's Christmassy songs that people can sing you know jingle bells or silent night or any of these kinds of Christmas carols you can hear them playing on the radio and it can be something that you can join in with and just messing around and playing with things that you can do with your voice can be a great way to actually help you to shift and change how you feel in yourself. So I will love you and leave you. If you want to get in touch, then if you want to say how this is impacting you, leave a message in the box below. And if you want to do some work with me or you'd like to give me some feedback or book an appointment, uh, there's a calendar link that you can follow and you can book yourself an appointment to do a 20-minute session with me free of charge and if there's a particular health problem or condition and you're not really sure if there's something that you can do about I'm about it I'm quite happy to have a chat um, and see if there's something I can help you with so this is me Jill signing off from here Reading in Berkshire I love you take care bye bye